Interesting moral dilemma. Okay. Uh, I've been talking to a couple friends of mine, like vets, everybody alike, about the ends justifying the means. Mm -hmm. And it's real screwed up. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's something that uh, world leaders do all the time. Oh, right? of course. Yeah. So the whole ends justify the means example with surgical drone strikes, and then we can move into like the trafficking conversation. Mm -hmm. Is the surgical drone strikes, you say, I'm going to kill a terrorist, right? Mm -hmm. And a bunch of these casualties are also going to be civilians. Okay. And our country, you know, America does that all the time. Yeah. So um, I'm wondering, it's like, you do something that terrible, you, you kill all these innocent people, but you say it's worth it because you killed one really bad person, mm -hmm. right? Or one person who's uh, bad in your, yeah, in, yeah, in your side. Yeah, doesn't align with ours okay. whatsoever. And I, I really worry that uh, there's trafficking going on with similar mindsets involved, you know? Okay. Uh, if Epstein, you know, uh, who, you know, we know didn't kill himself, if he really was uh, in a security, like, operative, Mm -hmm. You know, an intelligence operative and trafficking was a big part of that. Is that our country, you know, saying, hey, we need to get certain information from certain people. Right. And the way we can control these people is by blackmailing because that's what he did. He had mm -hmm. Clinton there like 26 times and everything and a bunch of other people. Right. So they're saying, hey, the ends justify the means. We need to blackmail these people. Right. And therefore, we're, uh, we're serving kids up on platters. See, know? my whole thing with that is, that's, that's wild because it's like, blackmail whom? Like, are we talking about just like, because the majority uh -huh. of the people that was on that list was just celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't like world leaders and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, is it more of like the, the sense of like trying to like control like the narrative around them and having them continue to behave the way that they're behaving? Continue it, to push like quote unquote narratives or yada, yada, yada? It could be, but like I don't think we got the full list. I don't think we got mm, the full list whatsoever. Okay, know? okay, okay. I think is it kind of like the same idea where people like, mm -hmm. there's no like list of billionaires mm -hmm. for sure? Because it's like people don't want you to know how much money they really have. Well, there might be like trillionaires out there. Oh, okay. Who just aren't on the list. Really? Like the Saudi Arabians. Okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The guys in charge of Saudi Arabia, the royal family, mm -hmm. uh, Putin, mm -hmm. you know, when it really comes down to it, when these people control. Like, I, I heard this one thing about Putin where it's like mm -hmm. he owns everything in Russia. Basically. Like he's literally basically. just allowing people yeah. to have salaries. He's allowing people to have houses, yeah. stuff like that. It really sounds like a mafia system out in Russia where he's just the head honcho, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all the oligarchs are his... Uh, the people that you know that's you know, true uh when, yeah. when people like try and push back or mm -hmm. like no i won't sell this land it's like all mm -hmm. right now you'll have nothing you yeah. have zero exactly mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. and i think china is like the most extreme example of that like you know mafia kind of uh, organization because they'll have billionaires just you know mm -hmm. and in america billionaires do whatever they want see because of like it matters here status mm -hmm. matters and stuff yeah. money matters things like that in mm -hmm. comparison to other places where mm -hmm. it's more like um Sure, you're super famous, mm -hmm. but it's like, yeah, no, you're gonna say something that that mm -hmm. deviates from what I'm telling the people. All mm -hmm. right, let's see what really happens then. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why like journalism there is like a complete fucking joke. Oh right. my god, right. it's bad. Right. You know, you know, it's to the point where it's like it's not even just the hiding things mm -hmm. that's wild because it's like you can only hide so much. Mm -hmm. It's more of the when you suppress the the stuff you don't want people to see, mm -hmm. and then you enhance everything that you actually do want people to see. Mm -hmm. So there's this one idea that I was uh, thinking of, I was thinking on recently. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of people's like 
held beliefs aren't mm-hmm. really their own held beliefs and they're holding those beliefs yeah. because of other people they think that other people also believe mm-hmm. those same things like there was a study that came out where um people went down south right mm-hmm. um and they were like they asked it was like hey do you think that we should continue to have these segregation laws, these Jim Crow mm-hmm. laws, da da da, da. Yeah. And it came out where it was like majority of them mm-hmm. didn't actually want those laws, but they only kept those type of laws in wow. because they thought that everybody else was like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm with it. And was this during the Jim Crow era and everything? Uh, I think it was like closer to the end. Gotcha, They're gotcha. saying that it would have ended a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. The, the rules and stuff like mm-hmm. that would have ended a lot sooner if they yeah. believed that everybody around them actually believed that too. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. But what's up, y'all? It's your host, <laughs> Sensei NK. Back in another episode. I'm not with my co-host, but I'm with Brian LeCant. Nice ah. to meet y'all. Yeah, yeah. See y'all again for sure. Of for course, sure. of yeah, course. Yeah. Now you can just see his face and just uh-huh. clear and just ah, oh, this is a great time. Fantastic. How are you doing? What is new with your life since the last time I've seen you, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Life is uh, life is making a lot of moving in a positive direction. I'd okay. Say. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, I'm deep into jujitsu now again, mm. and uh, making. Why is it with everyone once they start doing jujitsu, it's kind of like yeah. a cult? I think, and it like it engulfs your life like easily. It's tribal. I think it's very tribal. Okay. I think it's people like as human beings, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be connected to suffering and mm-hmm. everything. What do you mean by and, that? And um, I think suffering is part of the human condition. Oh, okay. I think people are happiest, right, or they're in that mindset. When they're not worried about a bunch of like frivolous first world problems, oh, worried yeah, yeah. about like, hey, I'm worried about my family. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna love my family. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get food for my family. And in that food, trying to get food and trying to protect them, there's gonna be struggle. And I think people find purpose in uh, the struggle and in like loving their family. I think oh, that's okay. what being a human is all about. That's and that's fair. why I that's related fair. to jujitsu because mm-hmm. jujitsu can get very primal in a sense, you know. Isn't it just trying to like stop the other person from hurting you? And that's like the basis yeah. of it? It's like there's like a gentleman's agreement, right? Oh, okay. Or a gentlewoman's agreement. Everybody uh, over where I train, like trains together and everything. And uh, you get to the point where you wrap your arm around somebody's neck and you're squeezing and they tap out. Mm-hmm. And they tap out because they can't resist anymore. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, you wanted to, uh, you would have killed them. You know? Okay. And I think there's a lot of, like, anxiety and stress that goes when, like, you're going up against somebody who's, like, much better than you, mm-hmm. and you're trying to survive, and you're trying to move in this direction and that. And they're so skilled, it's like they're speaking a language on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're a caveman, yeah. Ooga Booga, and he's, uh, you know, um, really good. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of uh, Gore Vidal or whatever. Um, I couldn't think of his name, so I just said whatever. Mm, okay, yep, yep. Uh, one thing I hate about jujitsu is like you could set yourself up like mm-hmm. the person that you're fighting against yeah. can set you up to yeah. sell the bag so crazy mm-hmm. and you don't even know it for real. Like mm-hmm. this whole like chess game of it is the mm-hmm. part that pisses me off the most. Yeah. Like let's say when you're when you're like um, grappling with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like they get you in a position and then mm-hmm. your instinct is to like move like this to mm-hmm. like get off them. But once you yeah. move like this, then you yeah. just made it worse for yourself. Exactly. Just because you're trying to act yeah, yeah. on instinct instead of what you've learned. Exactly. I have a great coach, this mm-hmm. guy, uh, Moody. He's a great coach over at Pure Vida. And he okay. always talks about doors. Right? Mm-hmm. Every time I move, I open up doors of opportunity for him to like attack me in a different way. And he'll cycle through submission after submission after submission. And if I move another way, it's exactly what you're saying. You know? Oh, wow. And it's chess. It's violent chess. But when it comes down to why jiu-jitsu is a cult, I think it's because it's so, it gets so close to like the core of what we are as humans. Okay. We're in a tribe 
and we're violent, but we decide that we're gonna work our butts off, right? This mm -hmm. is the only martial art where you can really go 100% all the time. You can't do that in boxing, or you're trying to turn your brain into mush. You can't do yeah. that in kickboxing, right? But in jujitsu, because you're not striking people in the head, you're giving 100%, you're going as hard as you can, you're on the brink of death, literally, and then you guys tap out and okay. get back into it. Mm -hmm. So that bond you know, that you get and that experience I think it's very different, and that's why it becomes. What's the craziest tribal. that you've seen someone just get they sick just folded in jujitsu? Yeah, the worst. Like, can you like slam people? Uh, it depends on the tournament. The tournaments okay. that I do okay. um, are lower level, and there aren't any slams allowed. Why? But, uh, is it because like you don't know what you're doing, and you'll actually exactly. hurt this person? Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at grappling industries, there's like a whole list of submissions that you can do, mm -hmm. and my list at white belts is much smaller than the other list. I can't oh. even do heel hooks, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, and that's that's a bad one. You grab somebody's knee with your legs, and you hold it tight, and then you twist their ankle upside down. And if you twist somebody's ankle while their knee is locked in, their knee explodes. All the ligaments are gone, and everything is terrible. Bro, I gotta show you a video. Mikey Musumichi, right? He's okay. this Italian kid. He's the nerdiest guy you would ever think. You wouldn't understand that. You would never look at him and think, oh, this guy is one of the most dangerous men in the world. But for some reason, he has those, those ear things, yeah, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, I got to, I'll tell you about his diet later. But he mm -hmm. went up against this Mongolian dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mikey Musumichi is the best leg locker in the world, basically. Okay. And this Mongolian dude, I think he's Mongolian. I, I don't know if I got the flag wrong, but he never tapped to the heel, to the heel hook. Mm -hmm. So he got his kneecap like rearranged, lost like LCL, MCL, ACL. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. It blew up the whole like jujitsu community. They're like, how is this guy not tapping? Is he really flexible? No, he was in a cast after and he's probably never going to be the same. It was a really bad situation. Yeah. Oh, wow. If you get hit with the heel hook or you get caught in a heel hook, you tap immediately. Does he immediately? Immediately, immediately. But uh, I'll tell you, that Mikey Musumichi guy, one of the best athletes on the planet, diet consists of nothing but pasta and pizza. He eats once every 24 hours, and mm -hmm. it's just a ton of pasta and a ton of pizza. You know what? The best thing that I've ever done with myself is what? the whole just eating once a day and then just, like, letting it the go. fasting. Bro, because, like, you can just literally eat so much, and you'll be uh -huh. chilling. You'll just vibe. Yeah. Uh, and especially, like, when you, like... So I've noticed when mm -hmm. people, every time you eat, you mm -hmm. just want to sleep Im like immediately because I think it's like gremlin, gremlin, okay. something like that is the, mm -hmm. the thing that acts on you when you want to mm -hmm. sleep, right? Yeah. So when you eat it, you get a huge rush of that. Mm -hmm. So I realized the best way to be productive is mm -hmm. just you just don't eat. Mm -hmm. When you're working, just don't eat. And just yeah. like slowly, because I feel like we're eating so much now mm -hmm. and so often that you're not going to give your body a chance like really reset off that I shit. I completely agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. I was bulking for like three years in a row mm -hmm. and everything. And when it came down to it, it takes energy for our body to metabolize food. Okay. And I think that goes exactly into what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's like our body's constantly not able to catch up. Okay. We're just constantly digesting and we're okay. falling asleep. Okay. Being yeah. the fact that you are a health nutritionist, would you describe yourself as that? Um, well, I going like, towards that type, or is it more because needs? I'm super interested in nutrition. Mm -hmm. I'm going towards physical therapy, but I'm mm -hmm. super interested in nutrition. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So as you do uh, physical therapy and stuff like that, mm -hmm. have you got a chance to like intern and actually like work with people yet? Mm -hmm. Okay, what is one of the things that you notice about their movements that's just wrong? Um, a lot of times you can tell just how stiff somebody is when they're walking. You okay. Know? And uh, what's messed up is when your hips are really stiff and your muscles are really weak, mm -hmm. there's a lot more um, 
exertion on your knees. Okay. Your I mean, don't you have to like has to take um has to pick up the slack because mm-hmm. there's weak exactly, spots. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your knees take the slack because everything is tight and mm-hmm. weak. And if you had stronger hamstrings and quads and calves and tibialis anterior, like you'd mm-hmm. be able to move properly mm-hmm. and not use your knees to just like crutches mm-hmm. you know they get jacked one, up. one of the most bullshit exercises that mm-hmm. people did, like when they tell me about like working i was like hey how can you yeah. stronger leg da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and then i see them doing like the seated seated leg extensions and then mm-hmm. you push up with your legs yeah. i hate that shit so much because <laughs> I, I be watching these people put five uh-huh. six plates on it and they just hit that mother for like 20 30 times right oh and, oh i see what you're and yeah. then i'm like all right uh-huh. Let's squat, uh-huh. and they can't squat two twenty five. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because if it's like your your actual like body is just so weak mm-hmm. because you're not actually doing real movements, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's people's problem. They did OPP for real. Yeah. No, and that's the interesting part of leg press, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not really engaging your core anywhere near you are with the squat, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I bet you the reason they can't do the 225 is their back just folds. Exactly. Right? They exactly. might have built up some leg strength, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have nice, like, uh, do you think that you've worked out, not to your peak, but, like, do you think you're going to continue to, like, really hit it? Do you think you're still oh, going up? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna keep keep trying to uh, jack, jack up, uh, like, get as jacked as I can. Mm. Not as jacked as I can. Try and get as athletic as I can. Okay. In a sense. But I shouldn't have said that. How do I say this? I want to keep progressing forward. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to reach my peak because I'm not going to dedicate my life to like peak athleticism mm-hmm. and everything. But I want to keep moving in that direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. The reason why I bring that up, do you mm-hmm. think that you're going to start taking testosterone when you get to like, when do you think you're going to start taking it? If I you honestly, are. Um, I will. I honestly want to hop on gear uh, at 30, at 30 years old. Really? Yeah. Because, um, you know, you move up through puberty. You're you're basically on gear when you're going through puberty, right? Yeah. Your, your body's just being just hit natural. by all these hormones. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting pimples everywhere. You're finally getting hairy, which is what happens when, you know, you take testosterone. Mm-hmm. You got grown men who get, like, pimples, and uh, they get even hairier because they hop on it. But, uh, you know, your testosterone naturally goes up, and then you kind of plateau. And then right around, like, 27, 30, 35, it starts dipping down. Okay. And I'm thinking at 30, I'm going to have taken care of my body very well. Ideally, I'll be a high belt in jiu-jitsu. And then uh, I'll just skyrocket Just up. keep going up? Yeah. So this is my life, plateaued. And then right as I'm going to start to dip for like, I don't know, maybe five years okay. and everything, I'll hop on some stuff and go, <laughs> and, and I'll be I'll be peaked out. I'll be peaked out. Maybe really? instead of like. What makes you want to do it then? Like you don't feel like it's weird or anything like that? No, no, no. I think it's especially for like older dudes. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. I think mm-hmm. one of the best things you and I have going for us mm-hmm. is that uh, our endocrine system is working properly. You know, we have okay. testosterone flowing through our bones mm-hmm. or our bodies, and that helps us build muscle. Okay. Know? And that in turn makes it so that we're not going to like tear hamstring doing like, you know, the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it keeps our libido up high. It helps with uh, focus. It helps with, uh, it helps with everything. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, right? That that uh, people do lose testosterone as it goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andrew Huber, you know who Andrew Huber yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking love the dude. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how testosterone actually triggers your body to want to uh, exert itself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That as a hormone, it actually makes and that's, you, it that, rewards you for working hard. And that's not just some red pill shit that people be talking about? No, no, no. Really? I think, yeah, I, I, the reason I love listening to him so much is that he is like a neuroscientist at Stanford. <laughs> you know? He's not an idiot like a exactly. lot of, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> like, fair. I feel you that. know, when, uh, like they'll use terms like, like some 
meatheads or like more bro science guys will be like, oh, your body's in like starvation mode and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. When you're, you're not eating and you're like, oh, I gotta hunt. Like, mm -hmm. who's gonna be the better, uh, like, hunter? The guy who has a full belly or the guy who's hungry? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's like, you hear about stuff like that, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But if there's not hard science behind it, if you don't have a guy like Andrew Huberman mm -hmm. going, like, you got this, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna just buy into it. The most interesting things about mm -hmm. testosterone, mm -hmm. I realized the best way to make your shit peak mm -hmm. is not by the food you eat, it's not by the sleep, it's by mm -hmm. none, none of that, right? It's about winning. There's winning? not, bro. There's nothing that feels better mm -hmm. than winning, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what a lot of people like. That's why their testosterone just like drops so like viciously mm. when they get older, stuff like that, because they're not taking as many wins. Like I remember, okay. I don't know what study it was, mm -hmm. but they were they went and tested the testosterone of like a CEO and then the person that was working, right? Mm -hmm. And all the CEOs had just a lot more testosterone than all the workers. They're like, mm -hmm. okay, let's try this. Let's try. Um, Switching this role, they would go and they did this other study where they had people with like giving orders mm -hmm. and the other person taking orders, mm -hmm. and then once they switched it, their testosterone switched as well. Even in such like a short amount of time, mm -hmm. when you're being like just like constantly berated and speak down upon, mm -hmm. I feel like that has like such like an effect on a person's body mm -hmm. that they don't even peep. So mm -hmm. I feel like the best way mm -hmm. is just like constantly not constantly just spitting game, but yeah. just like constantly like just taking like little W's just every mm -hmm. single day. Just, I know that's the best thing for people. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, yeah, I've I've heard something similar to that before, mm -hmm. but uh, it's like I said, it's like damn oh, your bro science. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if it's bro science because so much of bro science turns out to be uh, true sometimes. Isn't like, it, isn't it just like dumb people explaining it away? You just yeah. explain it out. But it's like yeah, because it's like where do you get knowledge from, right? Do you get it from uh, a bunch of scientific studies, mm -hmm. or do you get it from doing it yourself? Because mm -hmm. uh, what you're talking about, uh, I hear it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds it logically good to me. makes you know? sense. Mm -hmm. I think a great example that is mind muscle connection, right? A okay. lot of people would say like, oh, you got to feel it in your muscle. You got to feel it in your muscle. And I've always thought, okay, but it turns out there's a lot of science to that. What do you feel it in study. your muscle? You uh, you focus like let's say you're doing bicep curls. You focus on the mind muscle connection with the bicep curls, and there are legitimate studies that show that when you focus on it and not just moving the weight. Like when you're you focusing better. on the the bicep, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, you yeah, get yeah. Better results and everything. Yeah, yeah. Is it because you're like constantly like tightening, or like um, you're like genuinely working on it instead of mindlessly working on it? I guess so. I guess so. Oh. But when you focus, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And apparently, like the opposite is true for for strength. If you mm -hmm. have like an Olympic lifter, mm -hmm. they're supposed to be more focused on just moving the weight okay. than they are to be like, all right, I'm feeling in my hamstrings and my glutes. Because now you're really thinking about how heavy this thousand pounds <laughs> exactly. your head is, bro. Instead of being like for my country and everything. Bro, insane. One of the mm -hmm. things that I'm really, I don't really regret it, but I mm -hmm. wish that I took like athletics more seriously mm -hmm. because I feel like even my menial workouts and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. I started working out with like some of the football players on at my school, right? Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, I'm just getting ripped after mm -hmm. one workout. Yeah, and I'm like, you. how does that happen? Uh -huh. I've been working out for like two months straight, right? Mm -hmm. And I just do a workout with y'all one time, and my body just genuinely just feels better. That's crazy. Do you think that's like a tribal, like group winning thing? Because okay. I, I want to get back to the whole like winning mm -hmm. being. Because if that's something you believe, mm -hmm. how in your life are you trying to like catch W's so that you uh, naturally move up your own testosterone? Oh, for me personally, um, 
the way that I get these little W's, mm-hmm. I feel like when I get stuff done immediately, I feel like that's just yeah. a little W. Yeah. When I say hi to that one girl that I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna say hi to, that's a little yeah. W. And just like things, things like that. Interesting. Because if it's like, it's not those constant affirmations that you're mm-hmm. doing a good job, but it's just like the fact that those little things are just happening. It's like, wow, since I did these 10 things mm-hmm. and it's only noon, I've done 10 yeah. great things already. Mm-hmm. Imagine what could I do by the time it's like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just keep doing stuff like that. That's, that's very interesting to me. Would you say, right, like let's say you do a workout mm-hmm. and you're trying to get a six-minute mile. Mm-hmm. You get a six-minute and 15-second mile. Mm-hmm. So you you kicked ass, right? Mm-hmm. You got up, you ran a mile. That's something very few people on the planet do. Right? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of mental toughness. Uh, would you say the testosterone by would, your would, would drop because I didn't hit the six fifth the yeah. six on the dot? Yeah, I mean, like, is it all like relative I, to I your feel, perception? Yeah, I feel like it's w? all relative, like to myself. Because of personally, if I mm-hmm. went and ran mm-hmm. at all, yeah, I won the day. Yeah, I, I won. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh-huh. where it is for me. Because it's interesting. It's so hard to wake up and work out. Holy uh-huh. shit! I try my best. I think I'm gonna start like really running again because I uh-huh. feel like I was in the best shape while yeah. I was out in DC and I'd like I didn't get a gym while I was mm-hmm. out there, so I was just running all the time. Wow. Okay. So there you go. I, I ended up getting like five miles in, six mm-hmm. miles. I Jesus. think one time I hit like ten. And I was like, <laughs> I hate personally. I hate uh-huh. running with everything yeah. in my heart. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how was I able to just do that? Mm-hmm. So just the more that I was working on it, and I feel like I was feeling mm-hmm. the best ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can imagine while you were in DC, you were mm-hmm. around a lot of hyper successful people. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think that elevated? It's it's more like um, while while out in DC, I feel like. Mm-hmm. If you weren't trying to mm-hmm. conquer the world, yeah. you're a bitch, bro. Why you. go home if that's I not why you're here I for? Because yeah, yeah. I feel like they, there's a, there's a certain type of narcissism mm-hmm. that comes from living, choosing mm-hmm. to go live in like in a hub like bro. that. And mm-hmm. it's not even like a New York or, or an mm-hmm. LA or like a mm-hmm. going down to Texas, right? Other hubs, yeah. But yeah. with DC, it's something. Mm-hmm. Difference, yeah. Because you're going there to work. Mm-hmm. You can't just like, oh, I like the nightlife. Oh, yeah. I'd like to raise my kids here and like that. No, you're uh-huh. going there to work. I that's, hear you on that. That's the whole thing of it. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers out there are so rich. Holy mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> right. That's the richest per capita spot mm-hmm. in the whole country, in the richest country in the world. Yeah, right? no. Everybody's Crazy. making a hundred bands. That's, yeah. that's literally it. And if you're not, you're mm-hmm. kind of homeless. Not gonna lie to you. That's tough. Ah, that's tough. It's, it's a sick world. Yeah, most uh-huh. definitely, most definitely. Oh. When you interact with people that are making a lot of money, how do you like perceive them? Do you um, treat them better because they're having a lot of money? Because they have a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, like winning at life, right, mm-hmm. is completely uh, relative to. It's like what we say, like W's are relative, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I don't. That's a difficult question. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on like how they're making money because, okay. like, in my personal life. I aspire to make a lot of money. Okay, uh, that's something that I look up to a lot. So okay. when I see somebody who makes a lot of money, there is a little bit of admiration I have for them, mm-hmm. and I do want to be like, "Hey, how'd you do this?" You okay, know? okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's more about like the work itself than actually like the money. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably say so. I'd probably oh, okay. say so. Okay. You know? See, one thing that I've learned mm-hmm. in my life: people give off like people show you how to treat them by the way that they move. Right. Interesting. And I find it funny mm-hmm. when people don't realize mm-hmm. that they're just like the energy that they're giving off naturally makes me want to take advantage of you. 
Interesting. And it's like it's not even on some like manipulative stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way like everyone just moves generally, mm-hmm. just like generally, because the assumptions you make of people, I feel like yeah. that goes into so much on the way that you're interacting with them in the first mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And then I want to get onto that, but I also want to go back to the to the point about like the the whole idea of like testosterone going up and mm-hmm. down or the relativity mm-hmm. of like W's and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a quote that says like, if you want to be, if you surround yourself with four winners, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be the fifth one. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and one of my best friends, we have a difference in philosophies. Okay. I think I should surround myself with winners. He very much likes to be the top dog in his group. What is best, do you think, like to constitute you being the best? Because if we're talking about catching W's and- I mean. You remember the whole leader of the friend group thing? I mean, like, being the big fish Mm -hmm. in a small pond is kind of like, I don't want to say it's damaging, but it's like, if you don't have that level of pushing yourself to Mm -hmm. be, like, actually lit for real, Mm -hmm. I feel like that will just, that'll make you, you will, okay. Mm -hmm. If you want to go far, you go with a team. If you want to go fast, you go alone. Okay. But you can't never go as far as you can by yourself with, okay. without the team, right? Yeah. So him moving by himself is mm-hmm. not giving him enough chance to learn from the people around him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assuming that's the way that he's living his right life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you are like the guy in a group, you mm-hmm. don't get a chance to really sharpen your own iron because mm-hmm. of, you're just bluntly just better than everyone around you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In comparison to when everyone else is like... um better than you or like more hardworking or whatever it yeah, is, right? Yeah. And now you looked at as like, all right, bro, you're being lame mm-hmm. for being the last in the group because mm-hmm. why are you the last in the group? You should be able exactly. to try and like, you can't be third to last? Like, exactly. like bro, pick <laughs> one, bro. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So, so, what do you, so what do you think? You um, know, like, I think the best way to move is, because I personally like to be like the, the one that's doing the, not doing the least per se, but mm-hmm. like has to work up. I hear you. Because mm. of you like, I mean, uh, when I do kick around motherfuckers that are like would classify me as the quote unquote big dog, it's like mm-hmm. it's not that you was a bitch, but it's like mm-hmm. not it's not the laziness. It's not that mm-hmm. you're lazy. It's like your your vibe is mm-hmm. not that it's off, but it's mm-hmm. it's lacking. Yeah. And the places that you could set me up mm-hmm. isn't that high because you're not you can't set yourself up that high yeah. either. So it's like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every like relationship there is a give and take in all of them yeah. if it's not like sexual or it's like platonic mm-hmm. like the friends wise or like business wise and stuff like that yeah. and then with a lot of friend groups a lot of friends they don't realize mm-hmm. it's all of them it's, yeah. it's all those things and it's like if you're surrounding yourself around people that can't make you money mm-hmm. it's like um, or can't set you up to go and make you money mm-hmm. it's kind of wild because it's like mm-hmm. we've reached that age where it's like if I'm 22 and just broke, that's mm-hmm. insane as fuck. And I'm not working towards being yeah. a serious-minded individual. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. You're grown. You can't always just not be serious. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I hear you on that. Because unserious people are the they're the bane of my existence. Because <laughs> why are you selling our our bag like this? That's mm-hmm. that's the way I see it. Why are you selling our bag? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I wanted to ask you. I'm gonna have to put some thoughts off to the side mm-hmm. so I don't lose them. Um, but is that grind perpetual, right? Because I, I do look at you as a very focused mm. and motivated person, right? And as you continue in your life, mm-hmm. you're going to get to a point where, um, it's like Grant Cardone talking about $400,000 is unacceptable mm-hmm. and everything. You're going to get to a point where the guys you think are uh, 
you're trying to strive to, mm-hmm. you're above that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get to another point. Like, let's say millionaire mm-hmm. being worth five, and then mm-hmm. it's 10, mm-hmm. and then it's 50, mm-hmm. you know? And now you're looking at the people who 400000 or a million dollars. You're like, ah. See, here, but the, that's, that's the thing. I mm-hmm. will never mm-hmm. look at someone as less just mm-hmm. because they have less money. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like then you're just playing a, a game of dick measuring. Mm-hmm. And especially with men, the yeah. game of dick measuring can get mm-hmm. so dangerous. Absolutely. Because of how men naturally just put ourselves in hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, men and women both put each other, just naturally put each other in hierarchies. Mm-hmm. But the thing about men is mm-hmm. they will genuinely treat you different. And it's mm-hmm. not some backhanded stuff. No, they're like, yeah, yeah no. You are my bitch now mm-hmm. because of you are less than me. Mm-hmm. And now you will believe you're less than me. And now yeah. you will fall in line. Exactly. exactly. And I feel like when you're playing that game, it's like, all right, now you can't have friends for real. Exactly. That's, 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 exactly. You can't, you just, you just can't yeah, have friends. Because yeah. if you're just like constantly mm-hmm. like just. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into like praying on niggas downfalls. And that's and where it gets like, toxic. That's where I, it gets toxic. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's why it goes right back to the quote we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. You know, as my, my history teacher said the exact same quote that you had just said. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want to go far, uh, you go together. Right? Mm-hmm. If you want to go fast, you go by yourself. But mm-hmm. I've seen the first order. And everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can't be doing that if you're constantly just being like, oh, I got to be the best in this and that and that and that. And then you know? I, I feel like it gets to a point where it's like, mm-hmm. what I wanted when I was 15 is different than what I want now. Facts. And Facts. when I, bro, bro, what I wanted six months ago mm-hmm. is different than what I want right now. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. feel like the fact that mm-hmm. I can just naturally change so much. Mm-hmm. To look to the future, like when I'm 40, am I gonna mm-hmm. still be trying to like grind the same way that I'm trying grind mm-hmm. now? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to chill. Well, personally, I'm lazy. That, but, that's that's me. So we know we ta- we we talked about this a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a very um, a controversial figure, so mm-hmm. I won't say his name, uh, was giving some advice, right, on how uh, if somebody like aspires to like be on the beach, right, mm-hmm. with the pina colada, mm-hmm. you know. That's not the aspiration. I think you're going to get there and mm-hmm. you're going to be like, nah, I got to get back to it. I think innately you're a mm-hmm. type A person. Mm-hmm. And even when you get to the beach, you're going to be like, ah, I should have a yacht right now. And you keep going. <laughs> you know, you're going to look out. You're going to be like, dang, like, you know, wife, kids, like it's a good time. You, you know, know what? But let me at least get to that point uh-huh. first. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me test that uh-huh. out. Because yeah. personally, yeah. I'm so I mm-hmm. feel like if mm-hmm. I ever get to the when I get to the point of like I'm making like 200 bands, mm-hmm. the thing is, I don't even want to make like 300 bands, 400 bands, mm-hmm. things like that. It's more like I would be so cool off of just mm-hmm. 200 bands, right? Okay. And then everything else is literally just so I could say, oh yeah, no, I make 500 a year, mm-hmm. and it'll be 500 bands a year. That's but literally it. Is. But it depends. Me and my brother were talking about how uh, we want to go to the World Cup next okay. time it comes around. You know, mm-hmm. how many people can just go to Qatar? Mm-hmm. Uh, and go to the World Cup. Just, just go do jokes. Exactly. I had uh, one of my friends uh, actually got to go out there and I was so freaking happy for him, mm-hmm. you know? But um, somebody in his family was like sacrificing and, and making, you know, what they had to do, mm-hmm. doing what they had to do so that he had that opportunity. Okay. You know, 22, 23 years old. You know, he just, he didn't have the money to just go out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what it comes down to. I think we're going to keep striving that direction. And uh, that's we'll, we'll just want more bigger, bigger things. Uh, yeah, because I think it's just freedom to kind of do what we want, you know. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I have really that much interest in going to the Met Gala, but uh, it might be cool to go to the Met Gala. Just, for the, just you know? jokes. Um, but uh, and then you know, on the point of like the whole like dick measuring contest that goes mm-hmm. on, 
Uh, I Wait, feel like, first, do you do that naturally? Do you think? No, no. And uh, I feel very blessed. I feel okay. very blessed. You should. That, uh, <laughs> you really should. <laughs> that um, I've been able to like surround myself. This is the best I've ever been at this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With people who just aspire to be good okay. and also deeply support me. You okay. Know? And uh, I aspire to be good and I deeply support them. You know, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. in like Instagram comments and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I took this from a lot of my female friends. I'll like hype up my dudes in the Instagram comments all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like looking great. Mm-hmm. Poppy, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, both slices. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I think, you know, what's his name? Ziz or whatever. We're all going to make it. I think that's the mindset we should have. You ever heard of Ziz before? He was, um, I missed his era. He died, unfortunately, before I even knew about him. But he was this big time fitness influencer from uh, Australia. Okay. And just the quintessential, like, Chad and everything. It was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I think he just went a little bit too crazy with like the gear and everything. He just, yeah, yeah. I think he was you, in his you early just died. 20s. You just died from that shit? You just died. He Why? was even big though. Some people, they get to like 300 pounds of pure muscle at 25, and that's when he just. Their you know, brain just up. like. I don't know what happened to him exactly, but he had a quote. It was like, we're all going to make it, boys. You know, we're all going to make it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's how it should be. Of course, of course, be, of course, of course. I also want to ask you, right? So we talk about um, surrounding yourself. With people who uh, who like want to be winners and mm-hmm. want to be great, and, mm-hmm. everything. and uh, I've had this disagreement with a friend of mine. Is I say everybody around me, I want to be people who uh, who aspire for greatness and all these different things. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody has to do that, but like the people who I surround myself with, my best friends, that's what I want to do. For him, uh, it's only men, right? That he surrounds himself with people who like want to be great. Okay, uh, so he only sticks around with men that are like striving. Yeah, but he has plenty of female friends who uh, have no uh, like goals or aspirations or... in that direction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Is it at least they just, do? They just want to be pretty. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of them are, are very beautiful and everything. And uh, real quick, so I, I gotta ask so you. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I have learned being attractive uh-huh. is hard as shit. Okay. Oh my god, it's so hard, uh-huh. bro. Yeah. So. Do you know how hard mm-hmm. it is? I feel like it's mm-hmm. easier to run a company than to be attractive Pulse. for 27 years. Pulse. That is my, that is my oh. take. That is my no, take. Because, let's, let's, no. be, let's be serious. <laughs> let's be serious. Yeah. Not even on the point of like, mm-hmm. not even on the, the trends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's the fact that your body is a trend. And you have to keep up. Mm-hmm. So if your body falls out of trend, mm-hmm. now you're unattractive. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. And the the constants, mm-hmm. the constant work of trying to stay not even just in shape, mm-hmm. but like to stay desirable. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a genuinely hard thing. Mm-hmm. But that is beyond the point. That is beyond mm-hmm. the point. Uh, it sounds like misogyny. That's the thing. That's the thing. And like, I try not to like use that word uh like too aggressively mm-hmm. right i think people overuse misogyny people yeah. overuse racism but it's like white when it women, comes I, down I think to white women ruin misogyny for me yeah, yeah. Did, was, you ever seen the bill burr like snl sketch talking about yeah. <laughs> it's tough it's tough they really try to hop on board you know they really try to hop on board yeah no it's <sighs> but um but yeah so I, I wanted to ask you because i think a lot of guys they say like oh i only surround myself with winners and, and then, it's just uh, niggas, it's just men. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they tailor their friend groups to be like just men. Like mm-hmm. there, are, there are like uh, a lot of women I talk to who are like uh, who are like role models of mine and everything, you mm-hmm. know? And they do aspire uh, uh, to be greater in a lot of aspects of their life. In what aspects? 
um, whether it's fitness or okay. uh, career-wise or starting a family. Is fitness and being attractive not one and the same? Um, it depends. It depends. I have a friend trying to be a strong man right now. He's uh, eating dang. a lot of food. Okay, okay. You know, he's eating a lot. I got, I got friends who are powerlifters. They eat a lot of food. Bro, you know? <laughs> a powerlifting friend, bro. Their job is hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just lift like, again? You know, again? If they would, if they would like take that focus toward bodybuilding and mm-hmm. everything, yeah, then I think there would be a lot of crossover. Okay. But at the higher levels of bodybuilding, you get to a point where, yeah, it, you know, it's, uh, there's a point of diminishing return. Yeah, right? yeah, You get to a certain level of jack, right? You get mm-hmm. to Chris Evans, who's like, whoa. And when you get to Chris Bumstead, you know, a lot of people who's look that? at him. Chris Bumstead's the best bodybuilder in the world. He he does classical physique. Uh, Mr. Strong? No, uh, Olympia. Oh, okay, Olympia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh... He, I think he won three times Jesus in a row. Christ. But uh, he, to all my like, uh, like lifting bro friends mm-hmm. and everything, he's Jesus. They love him. They'll do impressions of him all the time. The guy's like a little bit of a lisp and everything. He has a bunch of quotes, mm-hmm. and I know all his quotes from them. I don't even watch the dude. I don't shout out Subum, cool dude. But I don't even watch the dude, and he's a legend. But he's so jacked that I think, generally speaking, you know, my mom would say this all the time. She's like, Brian. Don't get too big or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's going to look uh, terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at some point, I had to be like, oh, yeah, there's a point of diminishing your return. Mm-hmm. You can't just keep getting bigger, mm-hmm. especially if you're not super tall because you just get wider. You just look like a circle <laughs> at that point. You just look short. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just, just look, look short. Just shorter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm growing wider, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, to, to your question with the fitness being in line with being more attractive and more desirable, not always. Okay. okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But when we're talking about fitness, mm-hmm. I feel like they're not thinking of Mr. Strongman. But that's that yeah. is beyond the point. Mm-hmm. That is beyond the point. It depends. Wait. So yeah. do you not think being an IG model is, is hard? Um, there are different kinds of hard. There are different kinds of hard for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. I, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on IG models. I'm sure a lot of them are grinding, right? Mm-hmm. And it might be very difficult. Like, let's say they're insecure, right? Mm-hmm. It, it would be an incredibly hard career, right, for an insecure person to show almost every inch of their body online all the time. I feel like being know? attractive naturally makes you insecure because you know oh. once you're because of, okay, when your whole thing is that I'm attractive, you mm-hmm. notice every single thing about you that's becoming less mm-hmm. and less attractive. I can see how that would be a So trend. you're yeah. just in a constant spiral, basically, because uh-huh. it's like, what? Don't you start like, Looking, you start looking worse mm-hmm. for men. It's like what? Body 20, 28. For men? That's a, a controversial topic for 32. women. 32. Hit their peaks. And women hit their peaks. This is a very controversial And then topic. as women, uh, that's, that's not my business. <laughs> with, with women, that's not my own business. That's all yeah. I can say about that. But, yeah. <laughs> but for men, it's like, so like 28 or stuff like that. You could be. You don't like get more. You start getting making more money. I don't know. I might be delusional. Mm-hmm. But, uh, when I do, do you think, think the average person stays in shape past twenty eight? Um, the the whole average person. Um, I don't want to look at the averages. America is becoming like. I don't want to look at American averages as far as like you know what what a person goes to. But no, most people don't keep in shape. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know a lot of people who hit their athletic peaks at eighteen. You know, because they just stopped playing high school sports. <laughs> And they started picking up drinking, you know? But <coughs> yeah, I, no. I know a lot of dudes who were just shredded and then beer bellies, like, six months into college. Me, you know? me personally, I, I don't even... That's one of my biggest fears. Why I'll mm-hmm. never... I don't think I'll ever stop working out mm-hmm. because I feel like one day I'll just mm-hmm. wake up. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... Well, like, I think... With my face just bloats uh-huh. 
and now yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. My hands are fat now mm-hmm. just because I, I'm eating too much and now I'm in the gym. No, I'm not yeah. letting that slide, bro. But it's, it's all kinds of things that get messed up, like when you do, uh, you know, put on too much weight. But that's just, that's half of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not even half of it, because it's what's going on on the inside. That's, that's, that's even worse. Even, yeah. But I think uh, working out is so important for somebody's mental health and everything. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, people yeah. should work out all the time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who takes their mental health seriously should be taking uh, fitness seriously. I mean, yeah, that's the best you know? way to like reg- regulate your body. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I, I think if if America like wanted to say, hey, like we do take mental health seriously, we would have to try and promote a culture of working out, not toxic working out, where Bro. you're like constantly looking at Instagram, comparing yourself, like mm-hmm. good working out. I'm gonna get my cardio in. I got a lot of friends who just drink and lift weights and they look good, but mm-hmm. on the inside, it's like their liver's dying. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. When was Reagan? Reagan's the 80s. Um, early 80s or late 80s? I think early. Because there was there was a one or two presidents between him and uh, the 90s fellas. Yeah, yeah. Reagan so on we, I, I hope he gets jumped 20s in hell. Because <laughs> he literally everything mm-hmm. got worse after his head, bro. That's so, so wild, bro. But, bro. America, we had like mm-hmm. you had to work out because they're getting was that getting ready for the war? Um, no, eighties was Cold War, so we weren't even really uh, as far as I know. I could be wrong with this. Mm-hmm. We weren't really getting after it. I think in the eighties, mm. Cold War stuff. Yeah, when was the stuff. when was the, the World War? Viet, when is Vietnam? Vietnam was seventies. Well, seventies. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, That's when all like you know, uh, fortunate seventies and then eighties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so during the seventies, they had this time. Mm-hmm. I learned this in my health in one of my health classes yeah. where it was like everybody was working out. Like mm-hmm. there there was like dedicated time because there was like. Well, mm-hmm. we might just go to war. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to be in shape. We need bodies, 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 bodies. Mm-hmm. So you just see everybody. Everyone's just in shape. Mm-hmm. Everyone was eating well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Reagan said, "Yeah, no, I don't." So let's just start. What did Reagan do with that? Let's, let's, let's start cutting that. He he cut back like uh oh uh, cut it back on food uh, for like lunch and stuff like that. He cut back on exercise. He cut back on fucking yeah. um ah uh, what I think he removed the the cap. The wealth cap, I think, it was he moved the what is wow. I'm he cut a lot of taxes. He, got, know, he was not, a very libertarian. Quote, not, not, oh, he did do that. But that's that tended to be very libertarian. Well, um, what's it called? Um, they had like a maximum salary that you can have, right? Mm. And then after that, you just got you got taxed the hell out of. I think it was like after Ooh. like five hundred k, or I think it was a lot less actually. But yeah, he might have. I know he uh, cut the taxes. I don't think there was a, a salary cap at that point. Mm-hmm. I think. Do we have a salary cap? I remember hearing about Teddy like, Roosevelt put in a salary cap. I know that one for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, I know oh, that okay, one okay. for sure. I wasn't sure if we ever had a salary cap. I remember hearing about. Uh, I have like a, like socialist friends who would tell me like, "Oh yeah, America was at its peak like in in the fifties or like the not the thirties, like in the fifties when we had all these unions. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. We had a lot of stuff going on. But mm-hmm. That's interesting. Nah, that's, man, me and Teddy, that's my nigga. Uh, yeah, that's my nigga, bro. Right next to boy. Obama, bro. That's a wild boy for sure. Like, Teddy like, Roosevelt. Bro, what? Yeah. He was so serious. He was uh-huh. so serious. And I feel like with, with, with Reagan, he went and just fucked everything. Mm. Housing was more expensive. Yeah. People just started taking advantage of other people. Uh-huh. Just it, was a, it was a drug just, runner. That was that was worse. I'm not even up on it right now. I wish I wish I was still up on all the facts. Who was the, who was they selling drugs to? I think it was 
like on some snowfall shit. That's yeah, they were, they were they were funneling drugs like into black communities mm-hmm. and everything. But it was it was a whole thing where uh, he needed money for something, and Congress wouldn't give him money. So I think he was selling drugs or weapons to. It had to do with the Middle East and South America and America. That was, was a triangle. Yeah, triangle. it was, it was yeah, a yeah. triangle. I know it's like, what yeah, yeah, exactly. About? And I wish I was up on the knowledge. Oh, my God. But he, he that has turned into a mafia boss. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was crazy. It's crazy. And I feel like uh, as time goes on, because to Republicans, like uh, Ronald Reagan was like Jesus. And mm-hmm. as time goes on and we find out more and more of what he did, just. Bro, literally. Yeah. Literally, Literally, I feel like everything bad, bad mm-hmm. keeps coming back to Reagan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is insane. That is insane. It's uh, almost all the presidents. I don't know if any presidents are going to like, you know, when it all comes down to it, who has like an overall good record. You can't you have know? a good record in this. Bro, holy. It's tough. <sighs> Being a president mm-hmm. sounds like the worst job ever. Mm-hmm. Like not even like having to appease mm-hmm. like the big companies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But it's on like. Kind of like, for example, for Obama, where it was like, motherfuckers out here just bombing mm-hmm. random series. Yeah. And motherfuckers like Surgical drone strike. For no, just bombing them just to get a guy. He won't live mm-hmm. that down. He will no. always have that stain. But how did he just, I'm so interested in how they go from being like regular people, like citizens to doing that. What do you mean? Uh, I, I think about Barack Obama and Donald Trump, right? Two mm-hmm. guys who just did a ton of drone strikes. Mm-hmm. Um. If, like, let's use Donald Trump specifically. He was, like, in his 70s, right, when mm-hmm. he became president. Mm-hmm. So the first 70 years of his life, did he kill anybody? Because he was responsible for no, a lot he... of deaths after that, you know, when after he became president. <laughs> like, imagine, you go the first. A, a, a genocide of, in my angry motherfucker. Imagine, bro, 70 years. A lot of people would be happy to live to 70. Mm-hmm. And then you become president, and it's like, yeah, we got to do this, this, and that. How does... Do, are these people okay sleeping at night? Is Barack Obama? Barack Obama's from the south side of Chicago. You know? Mm. He's, he was like a... And he was like trying to uh, promote like civil rights. He mm-hmm. was a lawyer and everything. He went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. How does somebody go from doing that to just bombing people? You know? <laughs> Waging war. <laughs> just being a warmonger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See... see. That's why I'll always cut mm-hmm. slack to presidents because mm-hmm. it's like... You have to live that life. Like you like what what would you how would you how would how would America look at Obama if he didn't do that? How would how would Americans look at Obama if Osama bin Laden never died? That's the thing, man. It's a bitch ass nigga. That's that's what they would look at him as. I don't know. I don't want to sound too isolationist, but I feel as though America doesn't need to do as much like Hmm? stuff as it does. Bro, you know, bro, overseas, bro, bro. So you're telling me they don't have to keep third world countries third world? Yes. You think, <laughs> you think America could America if Africa was able to make the money off their stuff? Uh, yeah. In every situ, in like almost every situation, I do believe America would be better off if mm-hmm. it wasn't meddling with other people. See, I feel like America mm-hmm. would have been better off in the long term, but we've uh-huh. already started this. Once you start, you can't mm-hmm. stop. Because I feel like the only reason why America's on top and always has been on top mm-hmm. is because anytime there's been like something, anytime another country can like move up, for example, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, what, uh, Liberia or Libya? What's it? Well, Muammar, well, Muammar Gaddafi, that was 
Liberia, right? I think it was Liberia. I was gonna go go Russia. Russia? I was I was gonna go Russia, but um, yeah. And they just go and just destroy, just beat, they just beat Russia, mm. bro. You know, oh, before I go down that path, mm-hmm. the only reason why we aren't like why communism is looked so bad, looks looked as bad as it is mm-hmm. right now, because mm-hmm. the way that America had it to make communism look like objectively That's dumb option. So confused by in history, and then mm-hmm. I want to learn more by. Is the outlook on communism and how it works? Bro, communism is not that. The thing that I was th- okay, so mm-hmm. I was thinking about this for recently. So there mm-hmm. was this presentation that I was at mm-hmm. in DC where yeah. this dude was like, he was just like talking about how like trash communism is, mm-hmm. how he couldn't eat, he was mm-hmm. just always hungry, yada mm-hmm. yada yada, yeah. talking about communism like he's just mm-hmm. this big six four nigga that kept mm-hmm. robbing him and his goddamn family. <laughs> yeah. And I just kept thinking about it. I was like, bro, uh-huh. why are you addressing communism as mm-hmm. if it's a person? It's mm-hmm. not a person. It's an idea, mm-hmm. first of all. Yeah. And then he was like praising capitalism, how capitalism mm-hmm. is just so good, and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. It can't fail. It's it's mm-hmm. impervious. There's no other option. Less. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If capitalism was a hundred, was just doesn't fail, a hundred, mm-hmm. just doesn't fail, mm-hmm. there'll be no recessions. There'll be there'll be no reason for a recession. Well, that's that's difficult because I I'm not sure exactly how to. The like, reason why recessions and depressions happen mm-hmm. is because of we're running too much on capitalism mm-hmm. and we cannot we can't um, buy the things anymore because mm-hmm. it's too expensive now. Well, like the market and markets in general work anymore, is so is so complicated, right? So we talk about like I read a book called Rich Dad mm-hmm. right? And it seems like the most one of the most important things you can do to become wealthy mm-hmm. is to understand the tax code, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about like the invisible hand, mm-hmm. right, and capitalism running the markets, mm-hmm. but taxes is one of the most important things you can do to get wealthy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's some extreme some strings mm-hmm. on that invisible hand, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I don't think we have uh, like we have a market system in mm-hmm. America, but we don't have a free market system. It has a- I don't I don't know if we have like anarchy capitalism. I feel like we. You know? I don't think we have an anarcho-communist in here either. What is that shit called? It's like, some motherfucker called it like post-capitalism or something like that. Mm. It's not that it's post-capitalism. Crony capitalism? I mean, yeah, it's crony capitalism. Mm -hmm. But there's this one thing that they called it, where Mm -hmm. it's like, this capitalism that we're doing in America right now is just Mm -hmm. a caricature Mm -hmm. of what capitalism really is. Because there's so many motherfuckers that would fail, Mm -hmm. but the only reason why they haven't failed is because of the capitalism that we're running right now. Like the fact that motherfuckers were getting bailed out during the during the COVID. Oh, Oh, you're talking about 2008 and COVID. Like like five of the seven big banks or some shit. The motherfuckers that was making the most money, that was Mm -hmm. getting the most money, Mm -hmm. was not the people. They were getting chump change. Mm -hmm. So while y'all were twerking, over yeah. those 200 300 2000 dollars <laughs> here and there there's people uh-huh. making real money but that's yeah. hey that's just that's just we just no, i hear you on that bernie sanders <laughs> had a great quote you know like when it came down to like recessions and like situations like that mm-hmm. it's socialism for the rich mm-hmm. and like rugged individualism for all the poor people and everything i, I don't think we have a, a fair system by by any means mm-hmm. and uh i'm not sure if we would get it right if we had pure communism i don't even think it's pe- but here, here's the thing pure yeah. communism mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that's objectively wrong because mm-hmm. it makes motherfuckers like, like children. Mm-hmm. You're just always just with your hand out mm-hmm. to the motherfuckers to give you the shit. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that that will set mm-hmm. that sets the country up just to fail. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the reason why I don't want um, 
um, reparations mm-hmm. to like really go out for real if they're not mm-hmm. gonna fix like the mental yeah. side of all the shit that that happened. But that's yeah, that's, yeah that's I, beyond. That's I gotta me. ask you, me, me and Chin debate about this. Mm-hmm. Ah, I said his name. We can cut that out if need be. I don't know if he cares about this. I have a debate with a, a Nigerian friend mm-hmm. all the time, right? And uh, we talk about reparations mm-hmm. and whether or not my Niger- Nigerian friend would get reparations, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. who sold the Africans to the Europeans to get on the boat? The West Africans, mm-hmm. you feel me? So if it came down to it, would you get the, give the ancestors, right, of somebody who sold slaves to Europeans reparations, right? If you're, if, you if you're giving reparations, uh-huh. yes, because I'm, I'm a Why? nigga just like you. <laughs> so what are you talking about? But, <laughs> oh, but imagine, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, so this group of people mm-hmm. sold slaves mm-hmm. and this group of people sold slaves, mm-hmm. right? What makes you but need different? Gonna <laughs> get, yeah, but we're going to give reparations to this group. Not to mention, Nigerians, when they come to America, kill it. Of like mm-hmm. all the demographics that come oh, to America, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Nigerians Most are educated. top three or top two. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's them actually insane. And Koreans bro. and I think it's, Indians it's were just fucking insane, bro. Amazing, amazing, amazing group of people, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But also sold my ancestors <laughs> <laughs> into slavery, you know, bro. One of my biggest problems with the mm-hmm. whole uh, reparations conversation is like mm-hmm. the only people that will it will help mm-hmm. is people like me and my own family. Mm-hmm. It won't help motherfuckers that actually mm-hmm. need it. You feel me? What you mean? Like, okay. Let's say how much how much are we giving them? How much are we gonna give them? They proposed a bill, it was like two hundred and thirty six thousand, right? In in one time payment or is it like it's a one time payment. One you time. see how fucking stupid that shit is, bro? And the thing is, I don't even blame them. I don't blame uh, them. Cause yeah. you're telling me I'm about yeah. to, how many black people are in are in California? Millions. Because, millions, because millions I'm gonna millions. give millions of niggas mm-hmm. m- Hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. again, like a paycheck. No, yeah. bro. No, yeah. I'm not letting that shit slide. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's it's shit. Wow. But let's let's say you do give them a two hundred thirty five thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. What does that do? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go buy a house. I don't know. You can't buy a house in California with two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You can buy like a shitty one with like bad property value and shit like that. You can mm-hmm. spruce it up. Mm-hmm. But the average individual doesn't mm-hmm. know. They wouldn't know how to like mm-hmm. use that money and like actually yeah. flip it and really mm-hmm. make it into generational wealth for real. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I gotta ask you because financial education just across the country is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't it's say set that up that I'm way. But financially, too. that's what I was about to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's purposely? I don't think I'm super financially educated by mm-hmm. any means. I read one book, I loved it, and now I look up YouTube videos every day. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I have no degrees or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think it's set up that way on purpose so that people stay broke? So here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. I mm-hmm. feel like America only works if there's a lot of broke people. That's, okay. that's the only way that you can. Because like mm-hmm. I feel like you can only sell the the majority of the shit in America mm. to broke and poor people, and it tends to keep them continuously poor. Kind of I don't like know. I feel like if people had more money and mm-hmm. they knew what to do with their money better, mm-hmm. different businesses would just come up. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like McDonald's and everything. But I, I feel like people shouldn't be eating McDonald's all the time. One, that's one of my problems <laughs> with capitalism. Because it sets you, it has, there has to be poor people for capitalism to work. I don't think so. So you're telling me mm-hmm. capitalism can work if they don't have poor people that work those companies. Yeah. You think Amazon is still Amazon if they're paying the people that are actually putting shit together their mm-hmm. value of their I think, creating? Because if they Amazon, are, I don't think that's... Amazon is probably a trillion dollar company at mm-hmm. this point. I know Apple is. I don't mm-hmm. know if Amazon's got to the point. I think they can afford to pay their workers. 
I think they don't because they, they want to make as much money as possible. I think they could afford to pay those workers. And then it comes it comes to the mm -hmm. oh, okay. So with, with capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. It's I'm going to mm -hmm. hire you to work mm -hmm. this land that I own mm -hmm. to make more money mm -hmm. than I'm going to give you. Mm -hmm. So the value of your work, I'm literally mm -hmm. I have to undercut you. That's how I make my Absolutely. profit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So in and of itself, that's mm -hmm. It's not that it's wrong, mm -hmm. but I feel like that's just like a quote unquote immoral way. Mm -hmm. It's built, it's immoral built into capitalism in the first place. Interesting. You're just naturally taking advantage of someone else, right? Interesting. So I feel like. Well, you, I don't know if you're taking advantage of somebody else, right? I think it's an agreement because you can't do shit with that land without their help. And they might not be able to feed their kids if they don't have that job. Mm -hmm. So there's a give and take. You're like, hey, I'd love to pay you a dollar an hour. And he says, Fuck you! I'd like to get fifty, mm -hmm. and then you guys decide on twenty. You know, mm -hmm. somewhere decently uh, in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. Twenty, thirty, forty, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And my whole thing is, mm -hmm. I feel like it's naturally set up for mm -hmm. you to have such little buying power for you to not even be able to set your own wages for real. And mm -hmm. that's what I feel like one of the bigger problems with capitalism <sighs> is. Well, there's there's ways to leverage it though. It's it fucked up. A lot of the like old school socialists in America were terrible mm -hmm. people. One of the guys, um, he was, I hope not, I don't I hope this is, I'm not messing this up, but he was like in Texas mm -hmm. and he'd be going around like killing immigrants and everything because we talked about like being able to negotiate, mm -hmm. right? Uh, one of the great things about America is we have a bunch of immigrants who come through mm -hmm. and they work a lot of jobs that we don't want to work, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? That's why we need them. Like, well, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so a lot of socialists would be like, hey, like we want to keep the wages up. And we can't have people coming in and just and be then like, it brings it the yeah. way. Because he's like, I won't work for twenty. I won't work for twenty. And then some guy goes, I'll I'll do it for fifteen. Yeah. Hey, what? This I is was, much better than where I was. I'm getting two fifty. Exactly. You. Exactly. You, you know. But, I heard um, there's an econ problem where yeah. that was like the premise of the whole thing. That <laughs> <laughs> was just funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I don't know how negotiations would work in America mm -hmm. if everybody was very financially educated. But uh, if everybody in society was much more educated, I feel like more wealth would be created. Yeah, no, it would like help society. Would it would help yeah. society as a whole uh -huh. if everyone had money. Yeah. But it's like mm -hmm. I'll have less money if I give you more money. So mm. well, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know because uh, you 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 do a lot of things that are good for your workers, mm -hmm. and a lot of times it helps your business. Henry mm -hmm. Ford gave people time off and he cut their hours yeah, and they turned out to be way more productive mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's like oh you're not malnourished you have time with your kids mm -hmm. you actually want to work a little yeah. bit harder you know yeah, tea yeah. time was so people mm -hmm. can get some caffeine into you and you just keep working yeah so, yeah. yeah and like i've i've worked like hard jobs before mm -hmm. where um like I, i'd be working uh in this one factory or i'm doing like a carpentry job right now and it's after a while i'm hungry mm -hmm. i'm really hungry and then after i eat a little bit i'm like yeah, I feel a lot better. So it's good. It's good that we have like lunches built into things, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Long story short, I feel as though financial education would probably make wealth for everybody more so, you know. But I feel like you need to break down so many walls before you even get there in the first place. And I feel the like walls. We all have YouTube, you know. Bro. I feel like so many people could just buy a book, mm -hmm. and our country would be so much better off, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. So you think it's on the people to set themselves up to understand it. <sighs> Understand their their stringent tax yeah. code that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's 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 like the culture <laughs> thing. I, I I do believe a lot of it is, has to do with the culture and everything. What, what am I? Um, I made this one joke where it's uh -huh. like, 
the reason why wait hold on let me think oh shoot um the reason why people we have to tax the rich so much is because they keep finding out ways to not pay those goddamn taxes yeah so now it goes and it fucks mm-hmm. doctors that mm-hmm. are actually paying the taxes yeah. and shit like that so well, the original like plan with taxes was to only tax the hyper wealthy mm-hmm. nobody else was supposed to pay taxes now everybody pays taxes you know <laughs> but but who but who has the most tax break is the ultra wealthy exactly because you know, you know yeah. how to make the tax code is so complicated to the point where people <laughs> get a whole major exactly in it. insane you have like you know harvard like accountants and lawyers to like go through it and that's how jeff bezos you know and bill gates and mm-hmm. all these other people they avoid those taxes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the whole deal with taxes in america completely got flipped it was only supposed to be the ultra wealthy mm-hmm. nobody else to say taxes now everybody pay taxes and the people the ultra wealthy get the most like tax breaks because you know? this form of capitalism is not mm-hmm. real capitalism no it's not, not real but also how complicated does the tax code need to be it shouldn't be complicated at all that's right? my whole thing couldn't you put it like in a 20 page book <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine you know it's like if you make this amount of money you're taxed that much. You make this amount of money, you're taxed that much. Bro, here's mm-hmm. 7%. You that's making $300 million this yeah. year, here's a little bit more, bro. Exactly. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's, you know? It's. Yeah, but, so, uh, who knows? Who knows? No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. On, a, on another point, on another point, why do you think people are so, like, willing to follow a leader? I think it's tribal. Okay. I think, yeah, okay. I think it's very tribal. You know? So, do you think that goes into part why people are so, like, damn near head over heels for people like Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate and people like that? Um, what do you, what do you think, think is appealing? I think appealing? somebody like Andrew Tate or like a Donald Trump is a better example of, of a Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is, and he's one of those people who you hear him talk and he's constantly trying to like humble himself mm-hmm. and everything. And he's also like a liberal hippie who does like DMT all the time and mm-hmm. wants universal healthcare. Like, I, I feel like you got to put him in a different compartment oh no that i put them like, two on different sides i said yeah, yeah. joe Rogan on two yeah, different sides of it because you have someone like andrew tate and he's like yeah i'm the top g like you should worship me because mm-hmm. i'm literally him you know <laughs> and donald trump's like i'm him you know you mm-hmm. you listen to like uh the strong man or whatever it's called there's a whole uh like term for it uh and like fascism and everything where you go like oh that's like the that's like the leader and it is to what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. It, people idolize these people. I think it's tribal. Mm-hmm. People don't want to worry about whether or not they're safe. When mm-hmm. they get afraid, they're like, oh, my God, somebody just needs to take care of me and mm-hmm. my family. And then you look to one of those guys who's like, yeah, I'm the best mm-hmm. at everything. Yes. Listen to me. Everybody else is bad. I'm good. You're good. Let's do it. And people are like, oh, this is a simple message. I dig it. And that's mm-hmm. how, you know. Yeah. So what? So what about Andrew Tate specifically? Mm-hmm. Do you think that comes that people? Because the reason why I bring mm-hmm. this up, I I remember seeing this one post mm-hmm. where when he went to prison, when he went to, um, mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, allegedly he might mm-hmm. he might go he might mm-hmm. not go to prison for mm-hmm. yeah all this stuff right yeah sex trafficking he's a he's a we'll talk about that in a bit but yeah. that's a whole other part oh yeah. but yeah while when they put him in prison they're mm-hmm. like. There was hundreds of niggas really? just in the street, just wow. marching to in Romania. Free top G, oh. free top G, hundreds, Gee. damn near a thousand and some change uh-huh. of yeah. grown ass men mm-hmm. in the street marching like it was MLK. <laughs> what is going on? So what about him? Do you think people just resonated so so viciously with? I honestly think it's it's a, it's probably different than 
in the Trump situation. But mm. it comes down to um, absolute confidence. Mm. I think a lot of people are uh, might be insecure. Okay. And then you look at somebody who sounds like they have zero insecurity whatsoever. Mm. You know, I really that's that's like a short, simple answer to it. But I think he's just somebody who breeds. Um, complete confidence mm-hmm. and people are just like oh I'm gonna gravitate toward that guy because he says whatever he wants and it seems like he can do whatever he wants and mm-hmm. I want to do whatever I want mm-hmm. you know no there's this he, bro he posted on his Twitter mm-hmm. this one um, cartoon artist was like mm-hmm. making fun of him yeah. and then he goes and he responds back he's like <laughs> he says something on the on the lines mm-hmm. of <clears throat> does it does it make you happy that you are a failure of a man to the point where you can't even save your dying child because you're not making enough money? Oh, oh, oh. And then he was like, Did I the guy have a dying child? Yeah. He? Like, he was, like, the kid, the, so the, foul. the child was, like, sick because he couldn't afford the medicine and treatment uh-huh. and stuff like that. He was Jesus like, Christ. And he was like, I mm. will pay for your child's medicine, wow. your, his procedures, his everything uh-huh. if you just apologize. Yeah. And that's so crazy. That's, that's so different. crazy. I've, I've never even heard that. That's different. <laughs> that's insane. And I, yeah, no. Uh-huh. Oh, and I feel like just being able to do things like that, I feel like mm-hmm. men just like mm-hmm. love that shit so mm-hmm. much because yeah. they wish that mm-hmm. they were able to do something crazy like yeah. that and it'll just uh-huh. make sense. Mm-hmm. I think it's men and women alike. I think everybody wants to be able to like say like I'm, you know, because people, people get obsessed like Bridgerton, you know, and they get obsessed with kings and queens. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, what is a king? He's a, a dictator. People don't like to talk about it, but a is king a, is a dictator. A dictator you fuck with, yeah. Stalin was a king, you know? Mm-hmm. King George, you know, it's like, these are all dictators. And, mm-hmm. and people don't want to look at it like that, but at the end of the day, it's, yeah, I think I think it's men and women who just want to be able to say, like, I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want, you know? Because honestly, the, the best feeling mm-hmm. is being able to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. That is, oh my God. Yeah. Just, and people can feel it too. Because mm-hmm. one, of, one of the things I've been saying recently, whatever I say just happens, and it's just been happening. And it's just a great <laughs> life. This is yeah. a great life I am living yeah. recently. No, absolutely. But absolutely. yes. Oh, it is wild. But what was the uh, thing that you're saying in the beginning? You're mm-hmm. talking about there's this one conspiracy about like. Yeah, bro. It's a, it's a real fucked up conspiracy about whether or not Epstein was like uh, an intelligence operative. Right? Okay. So you think about we have uh, an ends justify means uh, like idea with really powerful people. right? Okay. People who run the country. Yeah. They go, yeah, we're going to do a surgical drone strike. And it might be 90% civilian casualties, but that's how we're going to do it. And uh, we would all agree that, like, murder is worse than, like, SA, but you kind of got to look at it in different categories because SA is just incredibly evil, you know? Mm-hmm. It's its own kind of evil. And I wonder that is if, true. Uh, if there are people who would say the ends justify the means, I need to completely control somebody. Because there's no coming back from somebody having a video of you like messing with a kid, mm-hmm. like there's oh yeah no that's there's yeah, 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 there's yeah, yeah. that's like we we understand that that's As just a, a different kind of evil, yeah, you know? Because yeah. even though like murder might be like worse when it comes down to it, if I found out somebody like kills somebody else, it's like oh no, that's like messed up. Mm-hmm. Find out they essayed a kid, it's like no, like, that's that's worse murder, than yeah, murder, yeah. crucify them, you know? Yeah, like yeah. that person should just be. Uh, it's bad for society that you exist. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Overall, so I'm thinking uh, if if like Epstein was an intelligence operative and everything, and he was uh, specifically like blackmailing powerful people, mm. you know, then uh, 
like who's in charge. I, I just heard a story about how a bunch of like, uh, I can't remember which, which intelligence agency it was, but they were all like accused of like committing a bunch of sex crimes, right? Mm -hmm. And this is, this, is, this is dark. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I, I want to keep going with this. But long story short, it's like, all right, so you have the ends justify the means, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, right, how much trafficking is going on that the CIA or other intelligence agencies are just allowing, bro? You know? Um. I remember I was reading this one thing where it was like ICE. I think it was it was either ICE or like some mm -hmm. type of like um, de de uh, detaining mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of like motherfuckers are selling people. Yeah, they just end up selling the kids. We like. have actual like people selling slaves mm -hmm. in America right mm -hmm. now. It's crazy. And the thing is, I feel like it's such like. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say like lucrative as if it's a good thing, mm -hmm. but it's like people don't realize how mm -hmm. much money is truly yeah. in that shit. Crazy, bro. And Crazy. I remember I was talking to my friend about mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Tate and how he mm -hmm. got accused of sex trafficking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he said was like, oh, no, I I personally don't believe he did it because he doesn't look like he would do something like that. Or it's like he doesn't need to do things. He wouldn't need yeah. to do some of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, huh. So you're telling me mm -hmm. this person, you he became so likable mm -hmm. that this stranger, you don't believe mm -hmm. this stranger would be able to yeah. do something like that. Yeah, for and all the money. And the thing is, it's not even like mm -hmm. based off of like mm -hmm. humans wouldn't, humans yeah. don't do shit like that. It was mm -hmm. like, no, he doesn't do shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so you're sure just based mm -hmm. off this social media presence mm -hmm. that has been shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find that so wild how you can just like, imprint such an idea mm -hmm. like that into people's yeah. heads just because of being so likable and so adored and stuff like that exactly it's crazy because mm. cosby did all that stuff and he was america's dad you know you you really like yeah. you really can't just be trusting folks mm -hmm. because of their internet personalities mm -hmm. and everything but i have a theory about the whole andrew tate situation mm -hmm. right um him and his brother right they're they're the the top g's and everything and they have that aura around them mm -hmm. and they own 14 casinos in romania and mm -hmm. everything right so let's say you go to a casino in Romania mm -hmm. and you're thinking, oh, I want to go with their brand, right? I mm -hmm. want to be a top G. Well, part of their like persona is having women around them all the time. Yeah. So here's what I'm wondering, right? Did the brothers say, oh, we're going to provide that experience for you and mm -hmm. provide a bunch of girls to them? Or was it somebody who works for him, you know? Mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're one of the managers at one of the Tate casinos mm -hmm. and the guys are like, oh, we just got in, a bunch of guys fly in, and you go, oh, I might be able to provide you with the drugs, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, oh, cool, I might be able to provide you with the girls. Mm -hmm. It seems like an organization like a casino okay. would be very, uh, I don't know what the word is, um, like, it'll drive them profits. Yeah, it yeah. seems very likely that stuff would be going yeah, on. Yeah, people tend to, mm -hmm. especially in a place like uh -huh. casino, people spend tend yeah. to spend so much more money uh -huh. just because women are around. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if people are just providing the women. And mm -hmm. then are these people who are there, right, and then they might be around trafficked women, do they know they're trafficked? Or if these, that's you know a, what I'm that's, saying? That's another, okay, so there's this, you know what? It's all, it's all messed up. Show you. It's on. all messed up. Yeah, no. I, I just think organizations like that, you know, a casino, you, you just you're bound to have some messed up stuff going on there. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this.
attracted a business, steal money from them, make them work for him. No, I mean, they got their pay cut. But he stole from them. He literally admits in the video, he talks about how you can lie about how much taxes you're paying on behalf of them to steal like a bigger cut than what they're aware of because they're too stupid to figure it out otherwise. What law is that breaking? That's not human trafficking. Hold on. I just want to hear it for a sec. Did you just say what law is that breaking? <laughs> that if I tell you to pay something and I lied to you about it, well, my guess is probably something to do with that's not theft. what he did that's not I'm, I'm saying what law are you accusing of Andrew? well my guess is it's going to be some form of theft or fraud that'd be my guess so maybe fraud but not human you're not accusing him of human trafficking well no no that's just one part of the human trafficking was the theft and fraud the human trafficking part is when he ropes girls into his organization with the only intention of getting them to be camp girls for free um and then i think some of the accusations are he uses physical intimidation or violence to get them uh hooked on to whatever program so that they feel and like they it can't wasn't, it, see the loverboard method is not physical intimidation and violence i'm not talking about just the loverboard method that was one of the accusations that the they're, romanian they're police leave. of manipulating them with love like these girls fall in love with them and then they don't know how to leave and they're just kind of confused and manipulated by love. Sure. So one, that would already be illegal. But two, I'm almost positive that in the press it's, release... It's illegal to make girls fall in love with you? For the express purpose of bringing them back to another country to make them work as cam girls? Yes. It's called sex trafficking. That's yeah. not sex trafficking. That's called pimping. Yes. Uh, you never had a girl okay. fall in love with you? So this was my prediction, and I, you're falling into this because you're a bot. I know programming, response. right? So my prediction was that he, first he would get accused of this and then you guys would come and say no that would never happen but the next step when you start to realize what he's being accused of is you'd all go oh okay well that did happen but it's not a big deal and i think that's going to be your line throughout all of it is you're going to say okay yeah okay sure he made girls fall in love with them sure he brought them over you're going to say things as dumb as like yeah maybe he stole from them by lying about their taxes but is that even a crime which is insane <laughs> okay so but you're accusing him of very different crimes which one are you accusing him of well, hold on. I'm just reading the, the press release from the which, Romanian... Which one do you think that he's going to go down for? Like, do you genuinely think that he's, he's a human trafficker? Yes. Well, assuming what he, if what he said was true, 100% yes. But I don't know how much he might just, like, ham up for YouTube or not. But if everything he said on the YouTube was true, on his YouTube videos, then 100%. Yeah, he's a sex I trafficker. I know he said that. That's fucking wild. And I feel That's like... That's really wild. People don't understand... Is he guilty? No, no, he's not. He's not. Get, he's. Okay. They're going to trial for it. Okay. That's yeah. well. I haven't kept up on. It. I'm not. I'm not like super into. Basically, they're yeah. saying that he left in the first place because he uh -huh. got. Uh, they were on a warrants to go uh -huh. get him for sex yeah. trafficking. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, um, mm -hmm. and that's one thing I was thinking about. It's like it's just with, like laws and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's so many layers to it mm -hmm. that people just don't get. Mm -hmm. And for the like the example, he says, "Oh, making a woman fall in love with you. That's that's mm -hmm. illegal now. Ha ha ha. Right? Yeah." People don't get how crazy that really is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The type of manipulation, mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah no, like that's that's definitely sex trafficking. Mm. If you if you like <laughs> like I, I remember like uh freshman year, like mm -hmm. we, we did a whole uh, report about it in my in my English class. We were like researching and that's like no, one of the number one ways people like traffic girls mm -hmm. and they and they uh and they pimp them out. Because like what? You're gonna just like kidnap someone mm -hmm. physically is all them and mm -hmm. then that's just what they'll do for no i was talking about they would get girls they would it would be like their girlfriends it's better right? to yes and, and then, then you be like your... hey you know we to take care of us you should really go sleep with these guys mm -hmm. I, you're my girlfriend but like mm -hmm. go sleep with all these guys mm -hmm. and then girls would get into it yeah and then it slowly mm -hmm. just just changes I'm yeah a, i remember reading a book um mm -hmm. it was like a, it was it was written by a pimp right yeah have you ever do you know what i'm talking about ah so basically the story about it this mm -hmm. dude um, he was well as a child. He went through mm -hmm. some crazy shits, and then he mm -hmm. ends up becoming a pimp. And then the way that he does it, mm -hmm. he literally just makes them fall in love, mm -hmm. 
gets them on drugs oh, and geez. then correlates like their mm-hmm. happiness to yeah. himself. So the only way that they could be happy yeah. is in correlation to him, <laughs> and that's the old, that's the way that he just kept getting them wrapped in yeah. over and over and over again. Because love and drugs mixed together, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. terrible. And now it's it's yeah. and then they and then he goes and then he, like he I makes mean, them separate from everyone that was around them. Mm-hmm. So now like he is literally the only person that they can even like yeah. talk to and like be mm-hmm. around. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. There are a ton of different layers to that and to how like. You know, you can manipulate somebody and what is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I think it just goes even more down the path. Of, we should all be much more educated mm-hmm. on all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. The whole, like, was it Loverboy scheme or Loverboy, like, tactic and mm-hmm. everything? Fucked. And and on the surface, uh, somebody might that ass look at that and just go, like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, but it is wild. It is wild. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. But I wanted to ask you, right? So... Uh, it was also part of like the whole uh, casinos and mm. uh, like sex trafficking being like very um, common in mm. places like that, right? So I gotta ask you: if you owned a motel, mm-hmm. right, and you found out twenty percent of your occupants happened to be like prostitutes and everything, mm-hmm. what would you do in a situation like that? Um, personally, personally, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I don't even know what I would do because it's like what? Mm-hmm. Let's say I go. And I just cut that ahead. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Y'all can't do this shit here mm-hmm. no more. Yeah. And now I'm making 20% less money. Yeah. And that could be make it or break it. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When people, people aren't going there uh-huh. for like the extravagance of mm-hmm. like a, a five-star hotel Ritz mm-hmm. casino type of thing. Yeah. It's because of these, of that mm-hmm. nature. And I wouldn't even be surprised if it's even mm-hmm. a higher percentage than 20. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So... I personally like morally, I'll like try and like stop it and like. Mm-hmm. But then it's like when you get the cops involved, it like mm-hmm. makes the situation because of the way that America is set up with uh, mm-hmm. with sex work and shit like that is looked mm-hmm. down upon so much mm-hmm. that it damn it's damn near worse for them to mm-hmm. get caught by the cops and them to mm-hmm. continue to keep working with 